0: I believe God has some good things for us. Now, let me say this to you. Happy Father's Day to every father that stands in this building today. And for those of you who are watching online, you deserve the best. There's nothing more important in this world than than being a Christian and a Christian father. A man after God's heart. That's what I want to be today. I want to talk to you in just a few minutes, but uh, I just wanted to say Happy Father's Day. What some incredible men we have in this church, incredible people. I was thinking just this week how blessed we are, young and old alike, just incredible people that love God with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength, that are serving God so diligently. Do we make mistakes? Absolutely. But we are striving to get there. And here's what I believe. When you're doing your very best and you're giving it your best shot, the mercies of God are new every morning. We make mistakes, but we keep getting up. If we fall, we just rise again, amen. And we're going to get there if we just keep trying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I want to say a few words today. And... uh, I'm gonna be like Elizabeth Taylor said to her sixth husband. I will not hold you long. So, if you'll just give me a few minutes of your time today, Shannon, you need prayer today. I saw where your boat tore up. That is a detriment, my God. That's that's like losing a loved one, brother. Amen. Anna, Ian Carter had a beautiful shower yesterday. I love you, Anna Ian Carter. Y'all the best. I love you. I'm proud that you honored them. Could I just uh could I just speak from heart today? I don't really want to preach today. I want to talk to you a little bit. I um, I've had my dad on my mind all week. Well, over five years ago, he went to be with the Lord, and oh, how I miss him, how this church misses him, and what an incredible man he was, and I, just a few short words today, just put it on Facebook before I walked in here, he left us in body, but he lives in my heart forever, and uh, to the day I die, I will never forget what a good father the best father, the best father. So I give God praise for that. and You'll you'll hear me mention a few things about that today. God bless you today. Proverbs chapter 13, one verse I'll read in your hearing today. One verse. Thank you, men, for being here today. You could have been a lot of places, but you brought your family to the house of God. Amen. A good man, verse 22, Proverbs 13, 22, a good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children, and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. A good man leaves an inheritance. I want to speak to you for just a few minutes today. I really am not going to hold you long. But I want to talk to you from this little question. What are you leaving your children? You may be seated. What are you leaving your children? In my thinking today and for the last few days of my own father, I thought about all the things he left me. So... I was I was seeking and asking God what to talk to this church about today and our wonderful dads who are here today. And if I could just quicken your mind just for a few moments today and in your spirit. Let let me let me speak personally if I may. My dad did not leave me wealth. He was not a rich man. My dad did not leave me anything that you know would leave me as 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 being a millionaire or what few belongings he had uh, we've already got some of them mother called us over just not too many months after dad was gone and said we're going to give away some prized possessions here and and uh, so we got to we got to choose guns that we wanted and he had an arsenal I will be honest with you it was a pretty good arsenal probably 50 guns and uh but that's a lifetime of living and there's one thing you don't get rid of number 1 your wife number 2 your guns <laughs> just thought I'd throw that in but uh he i have those those possessions uh there's a few other things he had a knife he was a knife collector my dad was and he loved knives we haven't got those yet. We 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 hadn't made that trip yet. But we there there was just a few things that in, in material things that he left in this world. Didn't leave a million dollars. Didn't didn't leave a, a bunch of, of financial things that we could all say, wow boy, this is great, you know, dead. He didn't leave that. But I tell you what he did leave. He left an inheritance to his children and his children's children. He did exactly what the scripture said because he left me things that you can't buy with money. He taught me a lot of things. He taught me. As a matter of fact, would you just bear with me for a couple of minutes in my folly this morning? Nobody knows I'm going to do this until about five, ten minutes ago and I walked out the door and made a call to the sound room and I said, look up a." A song for me, I might want to play it. Roger McClanahan, Jr. sang it at my daddy's funeral. And I wouldn't throw that on you this morning, Roger, because I knew that you probably hadn't sang it since then. But what an incredible job you did that day. But this just tells you something about the way I feel about my father. And I want you to grasp the words of this song. It's by Phillips, Craig, and Dane. I know all of them. They have sang right here in this church and uh, they are friends of mine, but they, they wrote a song, and they recorded it, and this is what it says. I hope you've got it to where you can play it this morning very quickly, and if they do, just listen to it.
1: Swim and how to fish to see a star and make a wish. Said it's okay to make mistakes, just don't get stuck in yesterday. Forgive, forget, and move ahead. Cause life is what you make of it. Now you're gone, and all I have are memories I hold dear. But if I'm quiet.
0: Nothing to prove, nothing to lose, nothing to hide. He taught me all those things, but he taught me more about God than he taught me about anything else. He taught me how to live. He taught me the honesty that needed to be instilled in every man. So today I'm coming to this congregation to talk to you and to myself about what we are leaving our children. And the Bible says that a good man will leave an inheritance. Obviously, obviously your inheritance will first go to your children. And after that, it will go to your children's children, which is your grandchildren. I believe that God will bless for generations to come what we endeavor to put into our children concerning the things of God. It was the Lord that spoke to Abraham in Genesis chapter 17 and verse 7, and he said, I will establish my covenant between me and thee, and thy seed, watch this, thy seed, that's your children, after thee in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. And he said, I will give unto thee and to thy seed after thee the land wherein thou art a stranger, all the land of Canaan for an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. So the Lord is saying, Abraham, if you will do the right thing, If you will believe me, if you will follow me, I'm going to not only give it to you, I'm going to give it to your children. I'm going to give it to your grandchildren. And the land is going to be theirs and their seed. So I've come on this Sunday morning to tell you today there's some things that won't last. Money won't last. Possessions won't last. That's why Jesus said, if you're going to lay up treasures, don't do it in this world where moth and rust doth corrupt and thieves break through and steal. But lay up treasures in heaven because the moth and the rust can't corrupt and the thieves can't break through and steal. Does anybody understand that what we are working on today is an inheritance of an eternal salvation? and an eternal home with God. It's not about houses and land. I I live in a good house. I drive a good truck. I live good, and you've blessed me with that. But let me tell you, that's not where it's at. Where it's at is what am I going to do when this is over, and where am I going to be when it's all said and done. It's not how much money I put in the bank. Let me tell you, I, I, I don't mind telling you this. I am just like you. I want to put up for retirement. I want to be there. I want something to be there when I get to where I need to be there. And, and I, I believe that's wisdom, and I believe that's God's will. He said, Occupy until I come. And we're supposed to work hard and and do our best, but let me tell you, that cannot become my God. That cannot become my ultimate goal. That cannot become the things that matter most to me. The things that matter most are going to affect my children and my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren. And that is what I put in them concerning the kingdom of God. Somebody say, man, I believe what I'm talking to you about, and it's nothing new today, nothing new. Let me tell you the song said it as well when I heard that song before my father passed away somebody pulled that song up while he was in the hospital and I never heard it I said I want that song my mom will tell you this is the truth because he taught me how to fish he taught me how to swim he taught me how to ride a bike he taught me the things that boys need to know he taught me how to live but let me tell you what else he taught me he taught me how to pray he taught me how to love God he taught me how to pay my tithes he taught me how to be faithful to God he taught me how to preach yes he did he was my mentor in every way ladies and gentlemen I can tell you and I'm preaching about me today and I'm preaching about him as far as I'm concerned there's not a better dad in the world and you ought to feel that way about yours today but let me preach to you today whatever you do don't just give your kids stuff give them things that will lounge down here and the devil can't get it out of them and the world can't move them off of it and they're rock solid in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord said, I'm going I'm to give it to you and I'm going to give it to you. In Psalms chapter 25, the Lord said through the mouth of David, what man is he that feareth the Lord? Verse 12 and 13. Him shall he teach in the way that he shall choose his soul. Watch, his soul shall dwell at ease and his seed, my kids, shall inherit the earth. His soul is going to be at ease. My soul can be assured today. Let. Do, do my kids do perfect no do my grandkids do perfect no neither do yours by the way in case you were wondering but here's what I want to tell you we got to keep putting in them I, I, I know that this is crazy and I my son's here today Crystal's home with with my grandson because he's sick today But and my other daughter lives out of state not here today but hear me when I tell you this I'm still speaking to my kids life if you don't believe it you you go ask any one of them. I'm still dead. <clears throat> Sometimes they get mad at me, but they'll get over it. Sometimes they don't like what I say, but I ain't moving. If you move, they move. Amen. Sometimes it's not convenient but it's necessary. It doesn't always feel good, but it's always right. As long as you breathe in God's air, you have a right to speak to your kids and your grandkids. Use wisdom. Use wisdom because a brother offended is harder to be one than a walled city. That goes for your kids too. You can drive them away. How many times have I told you, I like pie, but I don't like it in my face. For all you new folks and sisters, I apologize that you have to hear me in this mode today, but I really don't. I really don't apologize. Because this is what I believe. This is what's wrong with America now. No discipline. No correction. You, need, you needed my daddy. <clears throat> he loved me, but he'd beat the tar out of me. He used to grab me by one arm and whip me with the other arm. And we'd go in circles. Yes, sir. I've had a many of one of them, and it didn't hurt a thing. Amen. I probably wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for that. I'm just being honest with you today. You know what the problem is now? You can't correct them in school. Y'all ain't going to like me. You can't correct them in school. Ain't no teacher going to touch my kid. I agree there's a lot of abuse, but you better back off some of that junk. They need to be corrected. I had the biggest fun out of my dad the few months before he died. He couldn't tie his tie. So he'd walk into my office on Sunday morning. Mom would bring him through, and I'd have to tie his tie. Well, when I was a kid, we had that old Brille cream we put in our hair. That may be what happened to mine. I don't know. But well, we had that brill cream and, and we'd put it in our hair. And my dad so helped me, he'd grab me right by my, by my ear with the left hand, Shannon, and he'd start combing my hair with the right hand. That old brill cream, you know, it, did, it had drops in it. It just kind of beat it up on you. Y'all don't know nothing about that stuff. But he'd hold me by my ear. Well, he combed my hair, so when he came to got his, his tie tied, I'd always reach up on Sunday morning, this is the truth, and Mom would laugh, and I'd grab him by his ear. I'd say, be still. And he'd, he'd chuckle because he knew where I was coming from. Let me tell you something. It don't hurt to correct your children. You can't abuse your children, and if you do, you ought to go to jail. But it don't hurt to correct your children. It don't hurt to guide them in the right way. I could use a lot of stuff today. You've heard all the scriptures, but I'll say one of them again today. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old he will not depart from it. Put God in their life. Put Bible in their life put hope in their life, put Christianity in their life, put a love for God deep inside of them. Let me tell you why I love the church so much today. Because I had parents that brought me every time the doors were open. I was in the house of God. I wouldn't miss the house of God. And you know what? Every time the doors are open today and I'm 67 years old, I still want to be in the house of God. I still love the house of God because because that was what was put in my soul. i preach it to you today. You better leave an inheritance. My memory goes back today of my dad standing in this pulpit, not this one necessarily, but pulpits of times gone by. I'd preaching with tears running down his face and preaching with authority and power. My mind goes back to prayer. At times when I've seen him so weak from fasting that he could hardly stand, but he would walk in and preach and pray and guide and lead and correct and give direction, but he never quit doing that until the day that he died. As a matter of fact, I have a a picture. The chairs were on this side of the platform then and he's standing right about here and he was so weak and feeble that he could hardly move but his hands are raised and his mouth is open and he's worshiping God two weeks before he died. Preach, preacher! All I can tell you is that you better hear this voice today God wants you to leave something for your kids besides a bank account. If I had time, I could wind up here today and preach. Where is the man who fears the Lord? This is in the new, new uh, the, the, the Living Bible. Excuse me. Where is the man who fears the Lord? God will teach him how to choose the best. Listen to this. He shall live within God's circle of blessing. I'm reading the same scripture, Psalms 25. He shall live within God's circle of blessing, and his children shall inherit the earth. I'm not here today by accident. I'm here today on purpose. I'm here today because it was planned to be that way. I'm here today because... Somebody that says this is the way it's going to be. One well, no question in my house. Let me tell you something. Some of y'all know this is true. My dad was a a good man, but he was he was strong in what he believed, and he'd come across strong too. All you've been here and know him. You you know. You know. I never forget. <laughs> i never forget one day, I, I never told this, but one, one, right after I come here, uh, we are sitting on this side then. See, we swapped sides every once in a while so you all won't get used to it. We sitting right over here, and that monitor it wasn't this monitor, but it was another one, and it was loud. This kind of guy he was, he called me over there, he said, I didn't know what was going on. He said, if you don't cut that monitor down, I'm fixing to cut the wire. (laughs) That's what he said, Don. Does that sound just like him? He pulled his pocket knife out. He said, "I'm fixing to cut the wire." I got you, Dad. Gonna be turned down. (laughs) Y'all don't know. Y'all. Y'all don't know. Y'all don't have a clue. Look, my dad loved me, but I remember one time he got angry with me, and I smacked. Stalk tossed some smack back. He said, he grabbed me up. He said, son, I don't know if you know my dad or not, but he was a man's man. There's a guy in the church many years ago. I'm going to finish that story, but there's a guy in the church when he came here, put some boxing gloves on, wanted to box him. They didn't know he used to box before he got in the church. And he kept saying, no, I don't want to do that. No. And that guy said, come on, Pastor, come on. He shouldn't have done that. My dad popped him right in the nose and blood went everywhere. Both of them's dead now, I can tell it. Amen. But he told me one time, he said, son, he was mad at me, he, I, I, I'd done wrong. He was, he was a disciplinarian. He said, son, I know y'all, you, you, mama, you just close your ears, okay? Because he said, I'll stomp a mud hole in you and walk it dry. And I believed every word he said. He wasn't mean to me. He loved me. But he also knew how to put his arm around me and pray for me and pray with me. And I've heard him in the middle of the night. And I've watched him. And I know what kind of life he lived. And I sat at his grave a few weeks ago by myself. Nobody even knew I was there. And I I wept. And I said, thank you. Thank you, Dad, for putting that in me. Thank you for all you gave me. I'm not rich today. You didn't leave me a bunch of money. You didn't leave me houses and land. You didn't leave that kind of stuff to me. You left something so incredible in my life. You left me hope and joy and peace. You left me something that I can't buy with money. And I want to give it to my kids. I don't want to give it to my grandkids because that's the inheritance we have to leave our children. I'm I'm quitting, I'm quitting, right? Just give me five minutes. Psalms 112, praise you the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. Now watch this. David said, blessed is the man that fears God and delights greatly in the commandments of God. Verse two said, his seed shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house and his righteousness endureth forever. Blessed is the man that fears the Lord. That loves the commandments of God. That delights in truth. Because that man, his seed is going to be mighty upon the earth. I want want to leave something for my kids to succeed with. I want to leave something for them to prosper with. I want to leave something. I don't have a business. I can't leave them a business. It's the only business I'm in right here. I don't have a business I can hand to my children. I can't say to my kids, okay, I'm leaving you a great amount of money here and a big business and y'all carry on. No, no, no. When I die, I wouldn't be able to stand at my casket and say thank you, Dad, because you taught us there was only one God. You taught us that you had to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. You need to receive the baptism of the Spirit of God in your life. Walk righteous, walk upright, walk holy, give your best to God. I want them to be able to look in my face and say thank you, Dad, for teaching us truth. Thank you. We'll never forget what you've given us. I don't know when that day will come. I don't know. I don't have many days left on this earth, and I know that. Time short compared to where I've been and where I'm going. Time short. I don't have a lot of time left, but here's what I do. I do know. I want my children and my grandchildren to have an inheritance, but I want it to be the right kind of riches. And I hope that, that you understand where I'm coming from today. I hope you see when you die somebody can say over you nothing to prove, nothing to lose, nothing to hide. You left us with the very best. See, here's the problem. Our parents of this generation We're all about monetary. We're all about possessions. We're all about society and places and things and people and who to please and who not to please. Let me tell y'all something. I don't care if you like me or not. I'm so sick of trying to be politically correct. You can't say nothing in this world anymore. Nothing. Without somebody on one side or the other criticizing you get over it. It's a disgrace to the whole world. Where's the love of God? Where's the presence of God in our life? When, when, look, if you think I'm going to start tiptoeing through the tithers, you got a big thing coming. Take them gifts and take them back. I'm going to preach the truth to you today. What we need is the inheritance of the righteousness and the love and the power and the presence of God. It's what my dad loved. Look, this church is a place. Thank you, Chase, for saying that today. This church is a place of worship for all people. You know what that means? Rich, poor, fat, skinny, pretty, ugly, every color, every denomination, every nation, everybody, no matter where you're from, Asia, Australia, China, America. Who cares? Who cares? Everybody's got a soul and everybody needs to be right with God. Is Can I get an amen here today? Everybody ought to walk with God and the only way we're going to have it is for us to stand tall as men and say this is what we believe. Kids, this is what we're going to stand on. I'm not basing my belief on what a president or a vice president or a congressman or a senator or a governor or a mayor or a town councilman or a police chairman or a schoolboy. I'm not placing my belief on that. I got my belief right here in the word of God and what the word of God is gonna stand forever. And that's where I'm gonna leave with my kids. You better believe this book. You better stand on this book. What you leave them is important. Stand with me all over this house. Today. What are you leaving your children? Those for all of us. What are you leaving? Your children? It's just been on my mind. was to say how many of you want to be rich Ever hand in this building probably go up we, we like riches we like money money makes them bear trot somebody said money don't make you happy well let me tell you it go a long way in helping. I can tell you that right now don't look at me like that y'all know I'm telling the truth how many of y'all took that stimulus check the government sent out huh so some of y'all didn't take it, I, th- I guess. Either that or you're lying at the house of God. Anybody here send it back? No? <laughs> How many of you would like to have a raise on your job? If you don't raise your hand, you have no faith, you ain't going to get one, Okay. If you thought somebody's gonna give you a million dollars in rusting today, how many of you drive over and pick it up? Yeah, don't you lie to me. What I'm trying to make you understand is, oh, that's real important, and yet we'll sit home with our feet propped up on a Sunday or a Wednesday because we don't feel like going to the house of God. Boy, I, I lured you right into that, didn't I? Here's the problem. We got our priorities wrong. Our priorities have got to be that, God, you're first. You're number one. This is what matters most. This is what I'm going to teach my family. Kids, we may not go to a ball game, but we're going to church. We may not go to the fair, but we're going to church. We may not make it to Disney World this year, but we're going to church. I'm preaching just like a pastor today. Can you imagine that? But I see it every day. I see people that said, oh, now, I, I mean, I'm not being ugly. I'm not being mean. <laughs> Please don't think it is. But I'm just telling the truth. I've watched around over the last few months. I see people doing everything they want to do. I know some that have been out to every activity you can imagine. And when you talk about church, when well, no, a Pastor, we're just not ready to come back because we're kind of scared of that virus. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. You know what's wrong with people? They forgot there's a heaven and a hell, Brother Jason. They forgot that this is an eternal thing. They forgot that none of that other junk's gonna matter. What's gonna matter is what you get for eternity. Fathers, Give your children something, an inheritance, they will never forget. They may not can put it in their pocket. They may not can put it in the bank. But they can put it here. And in hours of loneliness, when you're gone, they'll say, I remember that scripture, Dad. Made. I remember that prayer, Dad prayed. I remember that advice about church and God things of the Lord that he gave me. I love you today. Father I wish I could just have an altar call here today Lord and we could just come and stand and weep in your presence. But I'm praying for every man in this church every father, every grandfather, every great grandfather. I'm praying Lord that we would rise to the occasion and be the men we ought to be. That we could leave some things for our kids that they will never, never forget. Thank you for the spirit of power and praise and worship here today. But let the solemn responsibility of who we are and what we ought to be doing, let it live in our minds and in our hearts leaving this place today. Give us direction us blessing give us anointing and help us to do the things we ought to know to do in the name of jesus christ god bless you today i'm going to dismiss church and i want you to get out of here i don't want you standing around listen to me go home and treat your daddy right let him prop his feet up recliner and serve him today it's his day I tell you the same thing on Mother's Day. I love you, men. Go, ushers, to the front doors. You better hurry because they're leaving quicker than you can get an offering. Leave your offering. Leave your tithes. Thank you. God bless you.